Usually, all the features of blockchains are available exclusively within these blockchains, which makes it impossible for ecosystem to interact with each other. Developers are forced to make a choice. Which blockchains will be more suitable for them? XLR network helps blockchains interact with each other by providing a decentralized network. Projects, blockchains do not need to make any changes on their site. Interoperability is the ability of a project or system, the interfaces of which are completely open, to interact and function with each other's projects or systems without any restrictions on access and implementation. There is a problem that users cannot interact with any application and blockchain under choice directly from their wallets. The XLR that we're considering solves this problem, being the so-called bridge between blockchains. Not to be confused with ordinary crypto bridges, which simply transfer coins from one blockchain to another. But it can do that too. According to their white paper, XLR stack provides a decentralized network, protocols, tools and APIs that allow simple cross-chain communication. XLR protocol suite consists of cross-border routing and transfer protocols. Byzantine consensus, cryptography and incentive mechanisms are designed to achieve high safety and liveness requirements unique from cross-chain requests. The average user don't care if the app uses TRX, SOL or BSC. They need it just to work. Developers don't need to decide between Ethereum, Near, hide to its developers, Solana and other networks, choosing advantages and disadvantages for themselves and for users. Devs also need to choose what is more suitable for solving a particular problem. The protocol core consists of the cross-chain gateway protocol and the cross-chain transfer protocol. By and large, the former is responsible for the very interaction between blockchains. The second is for the transfer, locking unlocking of funds between different blockchains. CGP, cross-chain gateway, the first one, is used to connect autonomous blockchain ecosystem to each other and provide routing between networks. Blockchains do not need to be built in the same programming language. Instead of writing custom solutions, in fact, crutches, developers just need to connect their extremely valuable creations to a common system that takes care of the interaction between ecosystems. CTP, the second one, the cross-chain transport protocol, as already mentioned, is responsible for the transfer, unlocking and unlocking of funds between different blockchains but he'll also be responsible for triggers. With such and such an event, do something in another network. This also works with smart contracts. Think of it as something like HTTP or an application layer protocol. Users can use simple API requests similar to GET or POST. Among the features, I would highlight. Everything is clear here. Minimum effort to get the desired result. Cross-chain routing. Think of it as the routing protocol on our web. Link to wiki is attached in the comments, just in case. Upgradeability support. When one blockchain is updated, the other will not be affected. Simply and logically. Uniform language for applications. Remember the comparison with HTTP. It's basically the same everywhere. Security is supported by DPoS. Delegated proof of stake. Users give their stake. As part of the consensus, 
validators run the client software of other blockchains, which allows them to check their state. Now, there will be very technical moments, so either listen carefully or don't listen at all. So, each validator has a weight between 0 and 1, indicating the strength of that particular validator's vote. The weights of all validators add up to 1. A validator is valid if it launches a node that complies with the rules of XLR protocol. To finalize block or sign requests between XLR chains, valid validators with a total weight greater than a threshold are required. This threshold is between 0.5 and 1. Validators run a Byzantine fault-tolerant BFT consensus on every round I to complete block I. Once this I block is completed, a new BFT consensus is started to complete the I plus 1 block, and so on. Different blockchains operate with different network assumptions. Synchronous communication means that there is a fixed upper bond on the delivery time of a message, where this time is known and can be built into the protocol. Asynchronous communication means that the delivery can take an arbitrarily long time and we know that the consensus protocols cannot be built for asynchronous networks, even with only one malicious validator. The trade-off between synchrony and asynchrony is the assumption of partial asynchronous communication. The network may be completely asynchronous up to some unknown global stabilization time, GST, but after GST, the communication becomes synchronous, with a known upper bound. For synchronous networks, it is usually set as a half or two-thirds. The current threshold, in fact, for all currently supported ones is set at 51%, according to XLR scan. When connecting ecosystem through XLR, the connection will work at the highest threshold. Here is an example. Bitcoin. Synchrony. Cosmos. Partial synchrony. So, we are working to the fullest. The XLR blockchain operates in a partially synchronous mode and therefore requires a threshold of two-thirds. But it is possible to improve the threshold requirement by assuming that other existing blockchains are secure and leveraging their security. A few words about cryptography. Cryptographic preliminaries. Digital signatures. The digital signature scheme is a set of algorithms. KGen issues a pair of keys. Let's call it a public key and a private key. The owner of the private key can sign messages. But anyone can verify signatures with the other public key. Next, you will need an understanding of several protocols. So, we will not go deeper this time. So, let's move on to something more real. Cross-chain asset transfer the bridge between blockchains. If you don't know, then here is the point. There is a coin token in one network, you need a coin token, same or different, in another network. So you use this bridge? Here is how cross-chain asset transfer works. The user, or an application acting on behalf of the user, sends a request, which is subsequently routed to the XLR network. XLR validators use threshold cryptography to collectively create a new deposit address and publish it on the XLR blockchain. The user or an app monitors this address on the XLR blockchain. 
the user sends tokens to this address. Nothing extraordinary, just a normal transaction on the blockchain of the original network. The transaction is placed on Axler. Validators send the request through the API of your original blockchain for the presence of such and such a transaction. And if the answer is yes, there is such, then they report this to Axler. As soon as the number of validators saying that the transaction was or was not carried out becomes more than the threshold, then Axler asks the validators to sign another transaction. That sends the required number of wrapped tokens from Axler. Validators sign the transaction. The signature is included in the block of the so-called round R plus 11. Anyone can take the signed value from this block R plus 11 and post it to the desired blockchain. The request has been served. Once the signed value is posted on that blockchain, the transfer is processed. In the meantime, here's a minimal summary. In two words, one protocol and an API and your incredibly important application with a little bit of magic can work with all ecosystems. Since this topic is rather complicated, we'll stop here. If you want me to cover other parts, then let me know.